Uh, hey, welcome back to season two of The Protectors. Two excellent guests today. But before we get to that, let me talk about Notch Gear. I love these guys. Former Marine started a company where you could actually wear a hat that fits your sunglasses, your shooting glasses, or any type of glasses you have. I love Notch Gear. I love going to the range with it. I love just the flexibility of it. It's such a comfortable hat. I am not paid by them, but I just love the company. I've had um I've had Notch on the show before. And any chance I get to talk about veteran-owned companies or any of the protector community companies, I will do it. Hence, one of the reasons I have two awesome guests on today. You've seen them before on Pick Rep, Andrew Levin and Kyle from Recycle for Veterans. Good dudes. Um, down to earth Marines, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Not everybody can go in the army or not. Anybody can go into the coast guard because if I could go back, I'd go there. But without further ado, let's bring them what in. What's up brothers? How you doing? Hey, doing well, Jason. How are you? How's it going? I'm doing great. And you know, what is the best thing? You know, what's better than a notch gear hat is a protector's hat. Ooh, what? Nah, they're about the same, man. I love those hats. Very timely. <laughs> yes and you know what the best t-shirt out there is recycle for oh, veterans bro yes sir we look like we're like a trio here man i'm ready to go out there and start picking up some trash brother let's do this <laughs> andrew kyle i really appreciate you guys coming on today um i've had you on before i've been contacting back and forth through ig forever because ig is like the best platform out there you guys got stymied a little bit uh as we all did with the the corona the rona and now we're back in it. Now you guys are back in the fold of getting Recycle for Veterans out there. I just want to talk about, you know, what you guys are doing, what Recycle for Veterans is. You know, you guys are a for-profit. Yes, you, but you guys are doing a great thing for the environment. Let's talk about it, Kyle. Yeah, so the mission of Recycle for Veterans is to remove trash from our planet by empowering veterans to clean our communities. And we do this by hosting beach cleanups along the coast, you know, as of right now, we're in Southern California, but we plan to grow into Pacific Northwest, Hawaii, East Coast, you know, you name it, even Jersey Shore. And what we do is we bring veterans out, we're giving them purpose. We make this a networking opportunity for them. We bring local businesses and we show the community what veterans have to offer and what active duties service members have to offer. Because it's more than just, you know, protecting our country. It's about servitude. And I think everyone who's served in the military could feel that. Yeah, we brought the, we do a little pre-interview today. And we were talking about the servitude, the new mission. And a lot of us in the community, whether it's the veteran community, the military community, whether it's a spouse or anybody involved with the quote-unquote protectors, protectors community, always need a mission. A mission gives us this new aspect of life where, hey, you know what? Um, I have a goal. I have something that keeps me moving forward. And that servitude mission is specifically, I want to get into Kyle first and the angel get into you, is it's not something you wanted to do right away. You wanted to be a Marine, but let, let's talk about your career and what happened. Yeah, so uh, um, enlisted in 2014, you know, definitely – past the war, um, you know, on the tail end of things. Uh, I went security forces route in the Marine Corps. So I started uh, my career up at Washington on the convoy combat team, protecting nukes. Then I moved back down to an infantry unit as an infantry squad leader in 1-1. One -one. 
And um, during that time, you know, I just trained up, uh, getting ready to deploy. And then unfortunately, um, my AV exploded over a gas line and uh, caused me to cut my uh, enlistment a little bit short. I hear so many people that have either been wounded in wartime or wounded in peacetime. And, you know, you think that, hey, the military is going to be my career. Um, it's what I've always wanted to do. Or maybe it's just something you wanted to do until you found out what your next mission was. Mm -hmm. But to have it cut short is it's tough, man. And but now you have a new mission. Now, sometime in between all this, you met Andrew. So Andrew, yeah, let's talk so about you, brother. Yeah, so I'm gonna actually, let Andrew discuss this one. I he's like he's chopping. He's like, okay, I met that dude. We we're in a bar and we we're about to fight a bunch of army guys. <laughs> That's an easy win. Um, <laughs> whoa, whoa, cut off. <laughs> so Kyle and I actually met um, when we we're in high school, sophomore year. Uh, we went through the same RSS or recruiting substation um, through the Marine Corps. Uh, we still stayed in contact. Uh, I went off to 3rd Battalion, 5th Marines uh, after the School of Infantry, which is over in Camp Pendleton, California, in the lovely San Mateo uh, area. So I, I ended up being a machine gunner. I was with a combined anti-armor team for two years, uh, deployed on a UDP with them, and then I opted to go into a line company. Because uh, honestly, I was just sick of sitting in vehicles all day and being six six three. You know, my knees are killing me. I'm pretty sure I'm six two now because of it. <laughs> but so I decided, you know, the best option was to go walk a lot of miles with a lot of weight. So I did that. Um, ended up going to the boat company, which is Lima Company. Uh, went through Scout Swimmer School, which is just kind of like a. Uh, like the commander's eyes and ears, basically, you sneak onto the ocean and you watch the waves, make sure that it's feasible to land there. And then you coat yourself with sand and you try not to fall asleep. So, <laughs> like a sugar cookie, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a good time. <laughs> uh, so I went through that school. Um, and because I, I went through that school, I was super blessed to um, end out my career for the last uh, nine to eight months as a lifeguard and swim instructor actually at the training tank in Camp San Mateo. Who's oh, got better than you, brother? Yeah. You know, I, I mean, you know, how did you guys get into this mission and why is it such a big deal to you? So I guess uh, how it all originated was when I was in Wounded Warrior Battalion and Andrew and I, knowing each other prior to service, we've always stayed in touch. Andrew was always, you know, checking in on me when I was hurt. And you know, we both came together and we're like, we love the planet and, you know, it's everywhere. It's not, you know, you, you go on the internet, you could walk out if you're near a beach or even on the side of a highway, there's trash everywhere. Everywhere. And most of that trash can't even be, you know, repurposed because it's laying there. That plastic doesn't break down. And if it does, it turns into microplastics, which actually ruin the soil beneath it. So we thought and we're like, how could we continue to serve without actually, you know, being in the military because we we're both getting out? And how could we empower veterans to do so? And we just kind of thought about it. We're like, recycle for veterans. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to give vet veterans a purpose because when guys are getting out, you know, everyone talks about the 22 a day, right? 
Yep. They do the, They wake up, they do their 22 pushups and they're like, yep, I did my part. Mm-hmm. That's not doing your part. Doing your part is creating an environment for veterans, no matter what year they served and giving them purpose. They could have their nine to five. They could go to work, you know, if it's going to school and then, you know, they bounce on the weekend, but we're giving them that purpose when they come out and be with us. You're continuing to serve your community. You're being a leader to your community by not only picking up after it, but you're leading by example to those who show up who are like, oh, wow, maybe, you know, I didn't, they had a bad input on a veteran. You know, maybe veterans are just like, oh, we see them partying out at the bars all the time. Or, I mean, Andrew has plenty of examples. He was actually (laughs) making me laugh the other day about him. But, you know, at the end of the day, we just wanted to not only better our country, but give veterans an actual outlet that could stop, you know, and hopefully prevent these 22 a day and actually prevent, you know, us from polluting our planet anymore. So, you know, we're hitting it from a couple angles, but. Kind of go off of that too. Um, I just think there's a lot of negative connotations. I'll have friends that'll, you know, I, I hit them up to go to a beach cleanup and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's police call, man. Why would I want to go pick up trash? But then they actually come out and they see the environment that we've created. They get to connect with people and share stories. And there's something just inherently that makes you feel good about picking up trash. So mm-hmm. really it's, it's, it's a good environment. And, you know, it's a, uh, we, we haven't had a single person leave yet. That's and been on top of that, on top of that too, it's a networking event. We're bringing, yes. we're leveling the playing field for these veterans who are getting out that want to have higher income jobs. For example, mm-hmm. we've had CEOs of big companies come out and picking up trash next to this veteran. You know, that having that conversation is very slim, even if you're in his company. Yeah. We're, we just even the playing field for veterans to get a job. And we've had plenty of veterans come out to our cleanups and receive jobs directly from the CEO. And that's uh, you know how. What? I am so glad you brought that up. And I impl- I tell people all the time, if you are looking for a job, you're recently separated, you've been separated, you're a spouse, you're whatever, The sometimes the only way you're going to get that job is a network. And the only way you're going to show people who you really are is by action. They don't want to look at a two-page resume. They want to see what you're like in the real world and when you're not asking for something all the time. If you're out there busting your ass on a weekend and you're cleaning up the environment and you're a good-hearted person, they're going to see that and they're going to be like, huh, interesting. I might have an opening for them. Or maybe I know someone that does. And that's another thing too, is when you're um, say going to an interview, there's kind of barriers that are set up. You know, when Kyle was talking about leveling the playing field, you know, you're out there and I always use this example, but like say you're a CEO picking up like a Snickers bar wrapper, you know, that really kind of, evens it out and you know that per that ceo sees that this person is not only dedicated and willing to come out on their own free time Mm -hmm. but in addition to that you know maybe they're being a leader because they were in the military and they're they're not realizing that they're doing it but they're telling people hey spread out this way hey go that way and they're showing these leadership skills to a potential employer and not only on top of that i mean it's 
where the true power in this is when we're actually starting an ambassador program and we're teaching veterans and active duty service members that are planning to get out how to transfer the language over you know in the infantry i know we all know this three to one odds always right we got to yeah. have those three to one odds this is what we're teaching people that's the three to one odd you mm -hmm. just level the playing field by bringing out a ceo of a multi-million dollar company yeah. and now he's picking up next to a corporal who you know done a couple of UDPs got out and wants to better himself as a person. I'd like the idea of the ambassador program. And the reason I like that is for exactly what you're saying is like, you're not only focusing on like the Jersey shore, California beaches, you're, you're now focusing on anywhere these ambassadors are. And you don't need a lot of people to go out there and pick up. You don't. I mean, what are we talking about? Like, let's, let's walk through a typical, Okay, so next week I'm an ambassador and I'm in like uh, Chicago. And let's talk about that. Yeah, so actually, first of all, you know, you're the first person we've ever publicly released this to. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, we, we've been hiding this for a while. And um, so let's talk about you just became an ambassador and where are you staying now? Uh, Falls Church, Virginia, right, right outside of DC. Perfect. So you're an ambassador. They're, you're going to get onboarded and you're going to get put in a Zoom meeting and we're going to tell you about the company and how it benefits you, what the benefits are for us. And then we're going to personally do a short and long-term goal relationship with you. We're going to help you actively achieve your short and long-term goals and what needs to be done to get there. Before we even get you thinking about our mission, we need to make sure you're right as a person. Mm -hmm. So that's we got to start with the roots with this. Once we figured that out, you will have access to our network, which we believe networking is key to your yeah. success. We know some, in, I, you know, we can't really disclose anything, but we have a very key network that could actually help your success. And you'll also have opportunities to be a part of the mission of RFE by starting your own cleanups, being a team leader at a cleanup, speaking at a cleanup, by attending our courses that we have. We have leadership courses, we have team leading courses, and we also have speaking courses. We're also giving you information about the environment. There's so many different classes you could take within our program, and every checklist you check off boosts you in our ambassador program. Hmm. It's it's building wealth within yourself mentally and then also you're getting incentives from networking we're, we're actually going to be doing zoom calls with some very influential people in our community mm -hmm. um, some we've had already are deshaun shed super bowl champion for the seahawks he spoke to our ambassadors about work ethic imagine an nfl athlete who has won a super bowl for the seahawks the one super bowl telling you how he did work ethic and then mm -hmm. applying what you learned from the military, that's success. You know things that people don't know. Maybe you know things Deshaun Shen didn't even. Yeah. But guess what? By us giving you that chance on a Zoom call with him to ask personal questions, you know, hey, how'd you overcome this obstacle in school? I'm not good at school. And, you know, that's what we're trying to accomplish with this program. Not only are you about our mission, but we're also giving you your success because your success is our success. And that's gonna change the whole narrative of the veteran community.
kind of tying this into the veteran community as well, you know, there's that age old saying steel sharpens steel. And that's exactly what we want from this because the better that we are, and Jason, we were talking about this earlier, but the better that we are as a, a veteran community and all mm-hmm. helping each other out and creating this conglomerate yes. is, you know, there's, there's so much success for everyone that why not help each other out? And who knows, you know, one of our ambassadors may go on to be like the next CEO of, of an amazing veteran company or whatever the case may be. But these are people that are kind of in that weird stage of maybe transitioning out of the military mm-hmm. or to get out and they're lost. So if we can help them guide them and show them that there is still community, there's still purpose, that's just so much better than letting people transition out of the military you know, yes. like, in, like they're used because I know when I got out of the military, I really didn't know what I was doing until Tom and I started. This I, uh, I always have, <laughs> so I was part of the E4 mafia back in the nineties. Nice. And, uh, when I remember I was just about to get out and my captain at the time brought me in his office, pulled out a piece of paper, wrote down a bunch of numbers and said, you'll never be able to survive in the outside world. I said, well, I got the GI bill and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, that's not enough. You need to reenlist. And I'm like, I'm good. Um, but, you know, back then we had two-week uh, TAPS program, transition program, and it was like nothing. I just wanted to get out. I didn't care about anything else except going to college. Or I, At the time, I didn't want to go to college. I just wanted to get out. I was like, I'm good. And um, there's not enough transition, and there's not enough. You're not going to get enough for your resume saying, okay, I work good as a team. Great. Um, you have to build yourself up. You have to network. You have to... I don't know how many times I've told people you are have to sell yourself mm-hmm. constantly and redefine who you are. Do you really want to just be like, Hey, you know what? I want to go out and be a businessman, businesswoman. Really? What kind? There's a million different types out there. Do you want to go and, and, and work for a nonprofit? Great. What kind? How are you going to get in there? Everybody wants to do that. How do you get paid? How do you survive? We talked about before we, the show started today about the veteran battle space. I shouldn't really call it a battle space. It's not. But, you know, five, six years ago, it seemed like a lot of veteran um, organizations, nonprofits, for-profits, companies, and everybody was kind of fighting for their own niche. Um, whether that's like, hey, I want a million followers on Instagram or, or I want to have my own company that's making a billion dollars. But now there's enough. There's enough organizations out there. There's enough to go around, you know, not enough of us have served to where there's not enough to go around, if that makes sense. So now I see partnerships with these, these companies. I see partnerships with nonprofits for profits. I see everybody reaching out to everybody else and just, you know, having this awesome, this awesome like space. And I'm going to call it a battle space. It's our own battle space, man. And we're working it, and I dig it, man. I like what's going on now. Yeah, no, and it's huge, you know. And, and networking with business is the most important thing, but just in life, you know, you never know where a connection is going to take you. And I think, like you said, there there really is enough to go around. You know, it's less than one percent of the United States. That yep. So, it, it's all kind of symbiotic in a way. You know, we can help each other out and. Whether we we dip into the another person's pot or vice versa, mm-hmm. there's there's still enough, and I think that's the way it should be. You know, it's like 
when we leave the military, it, it feels like we lose this community. But that's the biggest thing. And that's really what you do, what you do while you're in the military, what, what you do it for. It's like you, you look to your left, you look to your right, yep. you see your brothers and sisters are in the same position as mm -hmm. you. And that's why you keep going on. So, and, and we have to, we have to remember that, you know, hence like I, I have flags everywhere. I have reminders everywhere. Like my time in service was years ago, man, but I remember where I came from and I remember that I have a mission and my mission is to use my platform to network, to bring people together. Um, one thing is you guys are very transparent. And I was looking, I keep notes here. So if anybody sees me like looking over here, I'm like looking at all my notes. But you show up like how many volunteers you've had, how much you've contributed back to um, anything that comes in, you're pushing back out. So it's not like this self-service type, hey, you know what, this is all about me and my and recycle for vets and blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, let's it's talk. just like leading in the military. Yeah. You know, you got to be transparent with your troops. You mm -hmm. got to be transparent with the boys. You're about to go do a patrol. You got to let them know all everything that's about to go on. And that's how we translate it into the civilian world. We, I, we just want it. to be as transparent as possible. Yeah, I um, I love it, man. And I love bringing the community together. And I love volunteering, man. And it's not just for, you don't have to have a connection to the military community. Mm -hmm. I want to bring my, my kids out there. I want them to see what it's like to go out and do stuff. Yeah, and actually we have a bunch of kids. Like we had some toddlers show up last time. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, it's empowering when you see this child wanting to pick up trash with the veteran and yeah. the veteran explaining to them why we're doing this. Cause I remember, I literally will never forget it. It was so empowering. This kid was like, dad, why are we doing this? And his dad was the veteran. He goes, because the earth needs help. Yeah. And the kid that to this day, he's going to come out to our next cleanup. And you know, that's what we're trying. We have to start now. It doesn't matter how big of an impact we're making at the moment. But eventually, mm -hmm. this will generate over throughout the years to where eventually we will stop polluting the planet that we live on. Eventually. It's just educating people on, you know, and maybe somebody wasn't in that mindset of, you know, maybe I should take them to work or walking around in their apartment, walking the dog. They see a couple pieces of trash and they pick it up because they know now it's it's the right thing to do. They should do it. And just that alone is making a huge impact. You know, if, if mm -hmm. every person were to do that on a, on a small scale for themselves individually, it would be that much more of a greater impact on a larger scale. Well, gentlemen, one thing I want to do push out there before we finish up tonight is that there are opportunities for sponsorship. So let's talk about that. So, you can come out to our cleanups as a business. We want to network with you. We, it does not matter what your business is. We will find a lane for you to make it to our cleanup. Not only that, you could set up a booth with us and we, you know, we could, for those businesses out there, you could reach out to our email and we could discuss, but we have options to bring your business into this network. You could give out merchandise, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. people are going to listen because if you're involved at our cleanup, people trust us. So therefore they're going to trust your business because we don't just let, you know, we don't just let 
any company come to our cleanup. We make sure it's trustworthy and actually going to be beneficial for those out there. And that's another guess. thing too, is getting back into that networking aspect of our events is what we've created is we, we have a full on stage production. We have amps, microphones. And so we have about 30 minutes to 40 minutes allotted before the cleanup where we can do educational classes on environmental sustainability. We can announce local businesses. We can talk about our mission and it, it kind of breeds this kind of like event huh. sort of, uh, model to it, you know, and it's, it's really a, a way for people to get out there meet some great people, spread the word about what they're doing. and mm -hmm. find It's more than just police calling. Yeah. If you don't want to come <laughs> out to pick up trash, you know, if you don't want to come out to pick up oh, trash, people will come out for the, you know, the camaraderie and the yes. networking. And it still gets them out there picking up the trash, but you know, it's. Who, who doesn't want to stare at the beach all day? I mean, it's beautiful, you know? It's <laughs> <laughs> I love it, guys. Not while you stare at the ocean. <laughs> Actually, no, you can't. <laughs> Andrew, Kyle, I appreciate you guys coming on, man. This is a great chat. I appreciate it, Jason. Thank you. Yeah, always a pleasure.